Can we get fuel? Yeah. Everything's close. Okay. Well. Well. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. It's a special episode today. Look Isn't at it? us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. You? I'm so excited. I'm so excited! <laughs> oh, we need that! <laughs> Fuck! You're trying to resist the urge. I'm resisting it's the like urge. like the first press. <laughs> Woo! I already, I, well, I, I already know what's the first one I'm going to press, but I'm just going to wait for the... Uh, I don't know what the first YouTube. one I'm going to press is, but I'm going to just... I'm just going to ride the wave that is yeah. this episode of the Patcast. Ladies and gentlemen, and those who don't identify as ladies or gentlemen... Welcome to the Patcast. Episode? Huh? Episode 50! We did it. We've got a soundboard, guys. We've got a yeah. soundboard. We've got a soundboard, and if you're watching this on YouTube, look where you are! That's Ooh. right. Wait, wait, wait. Maybe we should, right? Should we do a little, uh... Take it away, Jacob. Thank you. Thank you, Jeremy. Did we introduce ourselves? No, we no, didn't. No, we didn't. Oh, my gosh. That's part of our housekeeping. Okay, sure. We'll start with that. I'm your host, Jacob Wade. I'm one of your hosts, Logan Riley Bruner. And I am a third of your hosts, Jeremy Van Suarez. All right. I'll take you through the housekeeping of this week. First of all, welcome to the new channel, the Packcast channel. Woo! Where you will find all episodes of the Packcast from here on out. Uh, and you can still enjoy clips of the podcast on our Black Wolves YouTube page. You want a little sneak peek of the cast? Hop over there. You can check those out. In other news, uh, no interviews coming for the next couple weeks. We're taking a brief hiatus, but yeah. in the meantime, you can enjoy some interview clips coming at you. Hot and ready. You're seeing a little behind the scenes of what happened with the COVID spike, is that right when we were going to film the interviews that are supposed to be coming out these next, like, two or three weeks oh my was God. when the spike hit. Yeah. And so, like, now we're getting back to film. Hello. Cool. cool, cool, cool. We have Mike. We have Mike. Yeah, Mike. yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, so, yeah, going. there was a COVID spike, uh, and now we are uh, <laughs> able to film new interviews. <laughs> uh, Damn, son, where'd you find this? That's uh, not uh, the uh, right one. Uh, 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 we need that. Can <laughs> uh, you make a note of it? Um, so, uh, in other news, no We're acoustic covers. Sorry. Yeah. That's right. Um, they other... weren't related. Go ahead. Make space for other people around yeah. the look. Are you doing the housekeeping or am I? Not. Just Are you in that your hot seat? Shut the fuck up. Thank you. <laughs> it's tempting, isn't it? It's so tempting. Okay. Uh, no acoustic covers for the foreseeable future. I've got to get my guitar repaired. Really got to do that. Get on that, my friend. No. Get guitar. Make a note of that. Repair. Let me just put it in the weekly meeting notes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And um, I guess we can jump right into the podcast from here, huh? Yeah. So. Thank you. Hey. Logan and Jeremy. Yeah? What's up? I hear that you two saw a bunch of movies this past week without me. We did. We, we missed you. Did. I we, bet you did. We missed you. Hey, we, don't, don't give me that. 
I invited you last night. Mm -hmm. I was like, do you want to see Power of the Dog after you get off work? And you were like, last time I saw a movie that late, I was really tired. Mm. So... I didn't even see the movie, and I'm still tired. So, <laughs> And the other two movies well... we saw at my house. Yeah. Yeah, which I'll never go to ever again. It's very fun. So, <laughs> uh, burn. Just kidding. I'll, I'll come once a year. Could you tell me, what did you think of the three movies you saw this week without me. You want to go in order of what we saw? Yeah. Just like kind of rapid fire our way through yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. Because we're kind of going to talk more about them later with our next topic. Of yes. It, you this know? is really just like a brief, let's get some scores. Yes. We're trying to fly through these SAG movies because we've got, what, like 13 days until the we've movie We've seen half of the them, end. though. Yeah, I'm we have really happy with us. seven or eight movies to go, and we've watched like seven or eight. So, wow. so far we've done uh, Belfast, Tick, Tick, Boom. Uh, West Side Story. West Side Story is Oscars, but also SAG. Dune. Uh, Dune. Uh, House of Gucci. Now passing King Richard and uh, the Power of the Dog were the three that we watched. Do you want to start with passing? Yeah, let's do it. You wanna you wanna kick us off? Okay. Uh, passing is a beautifully shot, beautifully lit. Remarkably well acted. Remarkably well acted movie. Um, but I think the ending falls flat. That's an inside joke if you've, if you've seen, seen passing. passing. Um, I just, I don't, I think it could have done more with talking about race. It feels like it, like, it talks about that for like the first half an hour. And that it's, like, making a commentary on that, and then it becomes, like, it kind of, like, eh, whatever. Let's so just be like, about people. Yeah, let's just be about people. Let's just be about relationships. And I just wish that it focused more on what, like, the trailer showed us, which was, like, this was going to be, like, a very interesting, very complex look at, like, what is passing, especially with, like, this black and white filter over yeah. it. I was so ready for that conversation. Yeah, what does that mean? And by the end of the movie it felt like the film itself didn't want to have that conversation. For me, it felt like the film almost, and I hate to say this, it almost whitewashes passing because there is a moment where they're like, well, everyone's passing. Yeah, there there's is this, that moment. There's this implication mm. of like people who are gay that are passing for straight. And <sighs> so there is this feeling of like, oh, we're all passing where it feels like the original novel was about black women passing for white and what that does in society. Mm -hmm. The original novel's ending is also very different than the film's ending. I looked that up after the movie ended because we felt kind of weird about the ending of the movie. Mm -hmm. And I personally think the novel's ending I would have enjoyed better. Mm -hmm. um, but I do think Ruth Negga's performance is yes. incredible. Oh my she gosh, does yes. really great nuanced work, and I'm really glad that she got nominated. Awesome. Me too. Uh, rating? Um, 6.5 out of 10. 6. Okay. I give it a 6. It was good. Sure. But the ending really kind of, like, I remember, I got to the end and me and Jeremy just looked at each other and were like, really? Yeah. It was like one of those endings. I, and I was upset because I really wanted to like the movie. Yeah. That was like the first. I think I liked it's an hour and a half. It feels longer. It feels longer, which is crazy. I liked an hour and 25 minutes of it. And then the last five minutes, I was like, no. Mm. No. I hate that. 
Yeah. No. No, don't do this. It's like and so not, obviously yep. telegraphed that like something's going to happen and yeah. you're like, no, come on. Okay. All right. Next up, King Richard. Yes. You can start. Sure. Um, King Richard. Uh, I am biased going into this movie. I've said this since the movie was first announced that I feel weird that there's a movie about Venus and Serena that's really about their dad. Mm -hmm. I find that a weird premise for a movie. I think that it very much paints the picture, and I think the movie does a great job of painting this picture, that Richard Williams is the reason his daughters are successful. That they would not be where they are had it not been for him. I think the movie does a great job painting that. Whether or not I, as a human being, agree with that is a different story, and I think that colors my view of the movie a lot. I thought a lot of the performances were really solid, but I think I left the movie viewing it as a movie that was written by a white writer about black people mm. that kind of had a feeling that he hadn't he either hadn't really gotten a lot of contribution from black people in the writing and instead it was a lot of the story was contributed by venus and serena or there was just i don't know it was this like very 90s early 2000s like the black people in the hood, we've got to get out of the ghetto with the gangbangers and the they're going to rape my daughter and the, he's going to shoot them. And it was just so like every scene I was like stereotype, 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 stereotype. Oh, we're finally out. And he's still talking about the fact that they're so ghetto and like, and just the voice that Will Smith is using that sounds like Richard, but just feels weird in this context. It just, it didn't work for me. Okay. As a movie, it just didn't work for me. And so I ultimately came out of it disappointed. King Richard. King. King Richard. King Richard. Period. Right? That's mm -hmm. the movie. I felt very similar to Logan. When I first saw the trailer for this movie, I was like, I wish this was like, why isn't this movie like, like, Queen Venus. Like, why Why do I care about Richard? I care more about the, the Williams They're, sisters yeah. and their journey more than Richard's journey. Yeah. And ultimately, like, I don't think the movie solely focuses on Richard's journey. It's just as much about, like, Serena and Venus's journey as it is about Richard's. Um, you know, it's kind of similar to Logan. Like, my feelings towards Richard as a human being. I'm trying to, like, separate from the movie. You know, like... What is true, what is dramatized for the sake of drama, and like what actually happened is like something I was thinking a lot about throughout this movie. I didn't want the movie to be like, Richard's a monster, because there are parents out there who do way worse to their kids than make them, you know, like play Practice tennis in tennis. the rain and like, you know, over overwork them. Um, and I think, and I think that, I think like we're supposed to feel complex feelings towards Richard. Yeah, it's not it's supposed like, to be a controversial figure. Yeah, I don't think I don't think us as an audience member is supposed to be like, yeah, Richard's right. Like, no, there's obvious points where Richard is wrong, and we're like, gosh, this man is so freaking stubborn. Well, yeah. did the movie feel like it wanted you to leave being like, I think he did the right thing, or half of the audience being like, ah, oh, man, he was such a monster. Is it like, was he a hero or was he a monster? Personally, I think the movie paints him as a hero. I think we yeah. get it's to the end of the movie. Like, I think, do they make the decision for you? Yes, I think so. I think we get to the end of the movie and they're like, but really, he was right. 
Yeah. That is how the movie ends. It's like King Richard, or I don't think it says King Richard. It says like Richard was it's, right. It's like it's like Serena Wynn does this and Venus does this, which is exactly what Richard predicted they would yeah. do. Yeah. And that's why I said, and that and that's why because we had a kind of similar. Yeah. We left, like that last line left us feeling different ways. Uh, you know, it says. All of Richard's predictions came true. Richard was right. And that's how I took it, that it's like Richard proved everyone wrong and saying that I know my daughters will be stars. Yeah. I don't think the movie was like, Richard was right in the way that he treated his children. I right. don't think the movie was trying to say that. I think that's the the problem with the movie, is that the movie doesn't distinguish that enough mm -hmm. and very much ends up in a place where I think a parent that is like that could be like, you see... That's how you make champions, is you overwork them and you make them do it and you make them do the grind. That's how you get champions. And I think that's kind of dangerous in, in yeah. society in yeah. general. But I think the story follows all the way through. I did like the arc, uh, especially between uh, Richard and, was it Serena or Venus? Uh, Venus is the daughter that plays the most. Serena is the one that ends up with, a lot with the mother. The mother who was also nominated for an Oscar. Yes. Really great. I yeah, loved her she performance. Did a, I especially when liked... she goes off. I liked her performance the best in the entire film. I thought she did really, really great work. Yeah. I did like everyone's character's arc, and I did enjoy the story a bit more than Passing. I left Passing feeling a bit more disappointed. Sure. So I'm going to give King Richard a 6.5. Fair. Um, I, I left the movie thinking, wow, I wish this had been a movie about Venus and Serena. I would have liked that movie a lot more. I think so, so too. I think I'm going to put it at, uh, just for me, uh, a 5.5. Okay. And I have one last question. Ask it. Go ahead. And this might be a stupid question. There are I don't no think stupid. The only stupid question. So, question is the one you don't ask. Okay. Is there a story of King Richard before this movie, right? There's like a King Richard old story. There's not a like movie. He no, lived not a life, a, but they no, don't I don't show mean that. Richard Williams. I mean like was there Shakespeare? A, like, is there a, is there a King see, Richard? Richard, that's, Richard the Second and Richard the Third. Richard the Second, and there's no parallel to Shakespeare, like in like no. in like character feel, types or no. like there's no theme. I mean, that, like, there you could maybe I, the character I would most relate Richard to would be Lear. Yeah, King Lear. That's what I think too, because I remember. I think the does Richards, the movie have any type of Shakespearean no. anything? No, like, and that's why, like, when I heard, like, before I saw the trailer, it was like. Google, Google, King oh, Richard. Will Smith is going to be in King Richard. Cool, Shakespeare. Your first thought. And then I yeah. saw the trailer, and then I was like, oh, that's Will Smith. Oh, this is... Tennis. Venice, Richard Williams. Uh, and, and Serena. And oh, Serena. Richard? Their dad? I'm like... Oh. I, I, it's I, a weird title. Yeah. I would yeah. much... Yeah. And I don't understand why he's King Richard. I think you can literally... You literally could have just called it Richard, and people would have been like, is he playing Richard Williams? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Especially I, I, people that like knew Will Smith wanted to make this movie for a while. If it's just like you just see a billboard, the same billboard, him with Venus and Serena, change. just Richard. Yeah. And it's like it the story of Venus and Serena. It would have been like, ooh, that's intriguing. Right. I don't know. I I didn't like. I don't think it would have made it a better movie. Right. I just think <laughs> the title. It would have. Yeah, made it a I think it's King title. Richard because much like how you compared him to King Lear, he's stubborn. Yeah. And he's kind of an asshole. And he's, he's the <laughs> patriarch know? of the family. He is yeah. the patriarch of the family. All right, next so, yeah. movie. Now, The Power of the Dog. Yes. Logan, do you want me to start? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I went into The Power of the Dog knowing, like, next to nothing. 
Um, and we read like the Netflix description right before. Sure. And I was like, okay, some secrets are going to come to light. Some dudes are getting married, you know, not some dudes, but like, you know, people are getting people married. Are getting married yeah. We're going to have to deal with those. Okay, that's fine. And I was watching the movie and I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> and it's like, it's, it's split into chapters and it's like chapter. I spent the whole movie going. Chapter going two ends here. and I'm like, what is going on here? But not in the sense of like. This story doesn't make any sense. It's more of like, this movie keeps its most important like beats and the details that you want to know close to the chest. And it makes you think, and it makes you put the pieces together while telling a story that, for me, it felt like Jane Campion and cinematographer Ari Wegner were just like, Come closer. Yeah. We're pulling you into For the story. Real. You are on this thread and we are pulling you throughout the whole movie. I love that. The performances, incredible. So, so Benedict good. Cumberbatch, Kirsten Dunst, Cody Smith McPhee, Jesse Plemons, all incredible actors. Yeah. I already said the cinematography is beautiful. The cinematography is beautiful. Uh -huh. The soundtrack is so like scary mm -hmm. and unsettling mm -hmm. it is not what you think of when you think of western right mm -hmm. this movie is a psychological thriller yeah in wrapped in a character in drama. western clothing wrapped in western clothing mm -hmm. i wouldn't even say wrapped in western clothing i like western is like the outer layer jacket that it's wearing it's like a psychological thriller that's being hidden by a character drama that's been dressed up as a western. This movie has a lot of layers. It's really good. This movie pulls you along, and it wasn't until the very end we watched it with Mama Bruner. Yes, my mom. And me and Logan were like, huh, huh? that was a very... You just don't get it, weird. That's what That's what my mom said to us. And was like, no, it's this. And it's we this. And just we... went... And suddenly, the movie clicked. It was one thing. That's what we've been waiting for! Exactly! And I think, because of that, this movie is fucking genius. It's incredible. I think, like, this is definitely, like, top-tier Oscar movie this year. Yeah. I loved it. I love the commentary it makes. And just the way it ultimately wraps up, like, this is not the movie I thought would, like, keep me guessing. Yeah. But it was. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the movie that I thought it was going to be. It turned out to be something completely different. And sometimes that's a bad thing. But in this case, it was an excellent thing. Logan? I find it very interesting uh, to begin at the beginning. Uh, you call them chapters. I felt like they were acts. I viewed this mm. whole movie from act two. In my head, I was like, this would be a brilliant play. Oh, yeah, totally. This would be such a good, like, mm -hmm. drop it on stage, just the house, go. The house and the exteriors. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. I thought it was really, really well done. I'll get the one 
the one negative about the movie that I can already see people saying and I can already feel, yeah, it's a super white movie. It's super white. There's, like, one actor of color in it. He barely has any lines. He has, like, one line. It's a super white movie. That being said, it's really well done. The story that they tell about secrets and protection and power. Manipulation. Whether intended positively or negatively, I absolutely agree with Marcus Troy saying it was a very straight white male movie. I'm still trying to... I agree with the sentiment whether or not I know what to... he means. Yeah. But I definitely... I agree with it in my own way of what I think that means. Mm. And I can see it as a very straight white male movie and understanding the intricacy of that. I also think that a lot of critics are looking at it with a very black and white lens of slight spoiler. The boy likes to make crafts. Stop making those rose crafts, boy! He's gay! And I would say, if you approach something by Jane Campion with the view of if X is true, Y must be true, you're gonna miss a lot of what she's doing with her film. Well, I think, I personally think if you take that stance, then congratulations, you've become Benedict Cumberbatch's character. You missed the point, yeah. Yeah. You've missed the point entirely. So I think go into it going into it with an open mind. I will say I want to watch the entire movie again. Me too. Knowing what I now know. Mm -hmm. I said this in our group chat this morning. I still don't know if I liked the power of the dog. I can't wait to see it. Like as a viewer, I am not sure that I leave that movie being like, wow, I enjoyed that. But I definitely left it going that that hit something that like touched a part of me that changed something internally and about the way I look at the world. Good. It was a good thing. Right? Film. I don't think bad movies do that. Bad movies no, make no, you no, feel no, an no, 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 not he saying say it's bad. bad. No, no, no. He oh. said like or dislike. Like or dislike. Okay. Which is enjoy different. or yes. not enjoy. I can def it's a great movie. Yeah. I think much like I said about Belfast, I'll jump right to this. I would give this movie a 10 out of 10. I think it's a masterpiece. Cool. Oh. Ten out of ten movie that you don't know that you liked. It's just, it's, it's, it's just, it's just interesting. Because like movies that you like, you know you want to watch it over and over again, or you would like put it on just because it's that good and it's like your favorite. You would just put it on at any time. Right. If this is not one of those movies, you might not. If like I'm it, like flipping like, through Netflix and I see Power of the Dog, the chances of me being like. Yeah, let me turn that on, are very low. Right, but you do want to see it again. Yes. So? I want to dedicate a time to watch it again in, like, a, a analyst manner. It's getting a little hot in here. I'm going to shed my laser layer. Oh, yeah. We're the, we, need the, the <laughs> we need the sound that's, like, from, from like, That's a Raven, Hannah Montana. Woo, woo! Like, oh, okay. when they come out in the nice dress. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright. Ah! Uh, well, I'm just gonna unbutton. We're done with movie time. Shall we talk Wait, about we movies? Didn't, we didn't, we didn't oh, give I'm a rating. Kidding. I did. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Masterpiece. Oh, okay. Uh, oh my god. I guess... Am I gonna give this movie a higher score than Belfast? 
I think I will. That's because, up to you. Because I there was one there was at least one part of Belfast where I was like, this is kind of dragging. It lost me. This whole movie, I was just like, what's going on here? There were moments of this movie <laughs> that I was like, this is dragging, but in my head I was like, why are you dragging? What are you? You're high. Yeah, right. It's it's, and I think that's why I liked it so much because it was like I know you're doing this on purpose. The description of the movie says these two characters are brothers, but what? But like, I'm forty minutes into this movie and they don't seem like they're brothers. <laughs> they seem like like what uh, is happening here? Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> I, I'm just like ten, I, I I get I yes ten out of ten. I will get this movie. Um, what? Literally, the whole <laughs> movie! I'm like, I get what's happening. Do also, I? Also, uh, just because we forgot it, Thomas and Mackenzie in the quickest cameo! The most random role. <laughs> Literally, I she was we, in four scenes, and then... The first scene we were like... Hmm. First scene we were like, oh, that's a cool... Uh, oh, that new character, interesting. Second scene, oh, the maid's back, cool, whatever. Third scene. Is that is that Thomas and Mackenzie <laughs> playing the the maid? And then she one was the in maids. one other. And and I remember being like, oh, she's she's got to come back. Like uh, Jane Goodall, who plays the mother. Jane Goodall's in this movie. I think. Hang on. Hang on. Let me make sure I didn't. No, please. Dun, 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 <laughs> no, that that'll get us copyright. Do we that'll have, get us okay, copyright yeah. if we use that sound. Francis Conroy. I'm so sorry. Francis Conroy, not Jane Goodall. <sighs> Fool me. I was like, Jane Goodall. Did she work with monkeys? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Francis Conroy. She's an actor now. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's so cool. Francis Conroy. Yeah, she's in a super small part. Mm. It's. It really feels like Jane Campion was like, who's famous that I can get that'll just want to work on my movie because they want to work on my movie. And right. she got a great cast. They did so good. Yeah, it's definitely Belfast has a contender for me. Yeah, with, for sure. With power of the doll. Speaking of contendership, you tried to transition us a second ago. I know <sighs> this is going to be one long pack cast. Fellas. We're only like twenty four minutes in. Great. Um. Yeah, this next this next section won't take a half hour. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> the Oscar nominations. The Oscar nominations came out this week. They've been announced. They have. Uh, were. Intrigued. Yeah. Jacob, what are your thoughts on the Oscar nominations this year? Definitely interesting. Do we want to go through There's nothing that I felt like was really overlooked except films that I'm sure will be nominated in the next Oscars. Right? Like what? Just out of curiosity. I thought No Way Home. I mean, No Way Home would have been considered for this year. Yeah. I think that's No Way Home is considered for this snub. year. It's nominated for Best Visual Effects. Oh, great. I think that's the only major Let's get show. into it. Let's get yeah, into yeah. it. Uh, do we want to start with actors, or do we want to just jump right to picture? Let's start at the very beginning. Best, Best picture? picture. Right. Um, so we're, we're comparing these to SAG, because we've been watching through the SAG movies just in anticipation of uh, me having to vote. Um, so we have a list pulled up in our little doc of what... I'm going to turn my computer a little so Jacob oh, can see it. Thank you. Uh, of the best pictures that were nominated in both shows, and then the... So SAG does, like, Best Ensemble, and then uh, the Oscars do Best Picture, so comparing them... Do you want to just read through Best Picture and then add the SAG ones at the end? Um, I'm... There's only one that was in SAG that's not in the Oscars, and the other four that are in SAG are also in the Oscars. All right, sure. So, uh, nominated in both shows are Belfast, Coda, 
Don't Look Up and King Richard. Uh, the SAG Awards also nominated House of Gucci. House of Gucci got a lot of love from the SAG Awards and none from the Oscars. Mm. The Oscars also nominated uh, for Best Picture Drive My Car, Dune, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. What a long list of nominations for the Oscars. Yeah, they always they tend to do eight or nine now. Uh, which originally they went from five up so they could do more blockbusters, shout out Dune, sure. but I feel like they should have given Spider-Man a nod. Just right? for, my mom said, just for the task of bringing people back to the theater. It was, like, record-breaking, and it was one of the first movies that we really like. They've got a thing with Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Against Marvel, I For sure, say. because it's superheroes. And Dune is a sci-fi epic, but it's not about superheroes. Right. Yeah, so... Yeah. Should have nominated Spider-Man. But, anyway. Agreed. Yeah. Just um, to give it that love, I think. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we've seen, what, one, two, three, four, five movies, okay. give or take, yeah. uh, on this list. More, um, but yeah. Missing I mean, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Liquorice Pizza, Pizza and Nightmare, Nightmare Alley. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if I were to vote for one, it'd be... Belfast, probably, or West Side Story, because I haven't seen Power of the Dog. It it makes me upset, and I was thinking about this as we were going through the movies, that this year, my two favorite movies that I think are... I have I have three in of these that I would be really happy if they won. Yeah. It's disappointing to me that two of them are, like, basically completely white casts in Belfast and Power of the Dog. Uh. And, like, the two real majority black movies, Passing and King Richard, I walked away from being, like... Yeah. That's sad. That's disappointing. Yeah. I don't want to, like... Like, West Side Story would be my third that I'd want to win, and I'd really, like... I would love to see that movie Me win. Me too. I think it did some really amazing things just in terms of, like, language and cinema and just shooting style and... Oh, yeah. Actual real representation. Mm -hmm. Like, very, very excited about that Spielberg one. Spielberg did amazing. Yeah. It's just... that's That's my one thing this year is just being a little disappointed that I feel like the the major black casts are getting kind of pushed over because the execution on the films was not exactly yeah. what I wanted it to be. Because the acting was all incredible. Right. Yeah. You know? The performances were fantastic. Yeah. It's just writing and directing That's, that I start to have problems yeah, with. such a shame. Yeah. All right. I'm looking forward to either Belfast or Power of the Dog winning it. I think oh, Belfast wow. probably has a better chance of winning just because of the way it leaves its audience at the end of the movie. Uh -huh. um, that's, you know, Oscars usually tend to go for something a bit more uplifting. Well, also, I mean, I haven't seen Power of the Dog, but, like, the cinematography in Belfast is just so gorgeous. They're both really, They're really both pretty. Really I think you'll really like Power of the Dog. Okay. Um, I think the the upset, the, the one that might sneak in and win it, just based on what I'm hearing from critics, might be Drive My Car. I've heard incredible. Incredible things about I have that, as well, God. and the fact that it's actually also nominated for nothing. Best Picture <laughs> is a statement. Um, it's probably going to win Best Foreign Film, but we'll see if it actually ends up taking Best Picture, like Parasite did last year. Mm -hmm. right. Moving on to Best Actor. Let's do it. The, this category is identical between okay. both shows. So, actor in a leading role. Javier Bardem in Being the Ricardos, okay. Benedict Cumberbatch in The Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield in Tick, Tick, Boom. Will Smith in King Richard, and Denzel Washington in The Tragedy of Macbeth. Um, uh, I've seen four of these. I've also seen four of these. Wow, look at that. It's tough. I truly don't know who I'm going to pick right now. I am between 
Benedict and Andrew. Because Honestly, me too. I think both of them completely lose themselves in this role. I did not see Benedict Cumberbatch as Phil, and I did not see Andrew Garfield as Jonathan Larson. I think the moment that it... What do you mean? Them, you did, you did. see them. Yes, as... Yeah, uh, yeah I yeah. You did. didn't see them as themselves. Thank you. I did... I saw Phil, and I saw Jonathan. I didn't see Andrew Garfield or Benedict Cumberbatch. Cool. So. Yeah, I really felt like Benedict and Andrew, like... They become their roles. Like, yeah. real hardcore. Um, uh, I would that, also... Like, English training. Mm-hmm. I think I, guess so. I think Denzel Washington did really great work. Also that, yeah, um, Denzel Washington did really good in Macbeth. I have issues with text work, yeah, and that's sure. really my only issue with his performance. And then, no, King Richard just wasn't my thing. Got it. Yeah. We've already discussed. Yeah. We know. Right. Leading actress. I'll, I'll say this one. Sure. For, for the Oscars, we've got Jessica Chastain for Eyes of Tammy Faye. We've got Olivia Coleman for The Lost Daughter. We've got Lady Gaga for How... Oh, That's so sad. I'm sorry. We've got Penelope Cruz for Parallel Mothers. We've got Nicole Kidman for Being the Ricardos. And then we've got Kristen Stewart for Spencer. Um, for the SAGs. Yeah. They are nominating Jessica Chastain, Olivia Coleman, Lady Gaga for House of Gucci, Jennifer Hudson for R-E-S-P-E-C-T, Respect, and Nicole Kidman for being the Ricardos. Um, I find... Uh, the Academy clearly didn't like House of Gucci. That much is yeah. super obvious. Right. Didn't um, even give it the best costume. Yeah, they, right. they gave it nothing. Um, right. So the fact that... Essentially, it feels like Lady Gaga was switched out for Kristen Stewart. Fine, totally get it. Um, I have not seen Parallel Mothers, but we did talk about it. Mm. We'd heard really great things about it. I haven't it. seen any of these. Movies. I haven't seen Respect, and I heard it was really great. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a little sad that Jennifer Hudson didn't get a nom. I would love to see that movie. Mm. Um, We're going to. But I can't really comment on this, because yeah, I, I haven't seen, seen any of them. Yeah. Okay, fair. It's interesting, though, that none of them... Like, one, one, being the Ricardos, right? No, not even, none of the movies that are nominated for Best Picture apparently have the Best Actress. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that, apparently, but... West Side Story... Ariana DeBose. Supporting, Best Supporting. Oh, yeah, true. Leading. Yeah, no, okay. I well, mean, Rachel. yeah, look at the... As uh... Maria? She was, she was really good. Her singing was what did it for me. But, yeah. Don't Look Up, Jennifer Lawrence. I didn't see it. I didn't see it either. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. yeah, it's odd. It's odd to me. Just that I always find it odd when there's an entire category or, like, an entire category of actors and none of their movies are nominated for Best act, best Picture. It's like, huh, was this movie just made for this actor? Like, is that the purpose of the movie? It's a, That's what they call a vehicle. Yeah. Uh, an award vehicle. Mm -hmm. We've had quite a few of those over the years. Yeah. Uh, moving on to Best Supporting Actress. Actress. Okay, we're going to start there. Okay, so um, the Oscars <laughs> nominated uh, Jesse Buckley for The Lost Daughter, Ariana DeBose in West Side Story, Judy Dench in Belfast, yes. Kirsten Dunst in Power of the Dog, and Anjanu Ellis? Anjanu Ellis for King Richard? Anjanu yeah. Ellis for King Richard. SAG Awards nominated Katriona Balfe for Belfast, Kate Blanchett for Nightmare Alley, Ariana DeBose, 
Kirsten Dunst and Ruth Nega for passing. I love, love, love Judy Dench. I think she's fantastic. Yeah. I think trading her out for Katriana is not fair uh, because Katriana is, I, I think, that. even more of a lead than a supporting actress. Yeah, right? And Judy Dench is in really only a handful of scenes. It much more feels like a guest and performance. she's in the background. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Those scenes, really. It's not like... She's Judy like, Dench literally. being there yeah. as Judy <laughs> yeah. Dench. And it's yeah. she's a phenomenal actor. Mm -hmm. and she's listening the whole movie and then she'll throw in her two cents and... Mm -hmm. And the lines will be powerful, yeah. but they're powerful because it's Judy Dench and the writing's really good. I definitely I mean, want to see... Shot, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. I definitely want to see Catriona get nominated at the Oscars, though, because I really, really liked her performance in Belfast. Yeah, I think uh, the Academy clearly really liked Lost Daughter, uh, giving it a second nomination here. Um, Lost Daughter. Oh, Jesse Buckley. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Uh, and then uh, Ruth Nega, I think, definitely deserves that nomination. For sure. Um, but I am happy that Anjanu, uh Ellis. Ellis got her nod for King Richard. I think she's the best performer in that film. I think she really said that, that. Earlier, yeah. yeah. Listen, I am all aboard the Ariana DeBose train. Yeah, yeah. I think Let's she's my vote. Let's go. Had, had, honestly, uh, it would have been harder for me at SAG had, had Ariana. Ingenue Ellis oh. been nominated because mm -hmm. I would have been between her and Ariana. Got you, yeah. But yeah, right yeah. now, just with the way, like, Kirsten Dunst does fantastic, beautiful work. Seriously. But it is a real, like, supporting Cody and Benedict performance versus I think Ariana really steps the role of Anita from being kind of a in-the-back-to-the-side character mm -hmm. to being very important and very present and very, like, in the forefront of grief in that film. So I think that she just really deserves the nom. Yeah. And the win, honestly. Oh, yeah. Uh, final category, Best Supporting Actor. Uh, both shows nominated Troy Kotzer for Coda, who I've been hearing nothing but great things about, and Cody Smith-McPhee for mm. Power of the Dog, Incredible. who did really great work. The SAG Awards nominated Ben Affleck for The Tender Bar, Bradley Cooper for Licorice Pizza, and Jared Leto for House of Gucci. Mm. Uh, the Oscars nominated Kieran Hines for Belfast, Jesse Plemons for Power of the Dog, and J.K. Simmons for Being the Ricardos. Did SAG even see Belfast? Yeah, they nominated Katriana. Okay, yeah. And it's nominated for Best Picture. Um, yeah. I would have nominated Kieran. Uh, I have not seen Tender Bar or Licorice Pizza. Um, we've all heard my thoughts on House of Gucci. Mm -hmm. uh, Give it to Cody. I still The one performance that I still want to see before I make this decision on who I think deserves this award is being the Ricardos. Because I've heard J.K. Simmons steals the show. Mm -hmm. I've heard that really him and I think the woman who plays his wife are, like, the real, like, best part of that the movie. powerhouses. Yeah, that. so I want to see that. Um, but as of right now, I mean, Troy Kotzer is getting great reviews, so I would love to see Coda, but Cody Smith-McPhee does some wild turns in that movie. He's my boy! Cody Smith-McPhee, <laughs> that's my boy. Yeah, for real. Do you want to just run through the rest of some of these other gnomes? I think we can run through them when it's like Oscar week. Yeah, I think sure. just let's, like, let's, we've yeah. touched on the performances we're really excited about, the things we want to see. I would like to see more before we really do the like, True. let's go through which cinematography was best. Exactly, yeah. We haven't heard all the music. We haven't given all to Dune. Uh, <laughs> Let the spice flow, baby. The Dune train. 
The oh, Dune Train. Gosh. Where's the don't talk button? Um, <laughs> don't talk. Oh my God! Yes. I mean, we oh, could no, just use. Shut the fuck up. That seems you know? so aggressive. No, it's not with an acoustic guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's aggressive with an acoustic guitar. Nope. All right. Well, uh, Logan, from would you like to... films that are nominated, we move on to films that are coming out this week. Yeah, some stuff that's coming soon. I'm like, uh, I'm gonna try and keep this short and sweet, um, because these segments are always long, and I like promoting cinema. Uh, first up, uh, coming to Hulu on Friday, February 18th, The King's Man, which we discussed in Pack S45. Uh, of course, the prequel to Kingsman and Kingsman 2. Uh, it takes place in, I think, World War One. Um, check it out if you like fun, silly action movies. Alright, starting off this week with the two big releases. First up, we have, not to be confused with the power of the, uh, dog. Uh, directed by Channing Tatum and Reed Carolyn, who wrote Dog. the script with Brett Rodriguez. Uh, Dog's the story of an army ranger, who's played by Channing Tatum, who has to get a former service dog to a fellow soldier's funeral. It looks like a cute directorial debut for him. I'm sure it's going to be a sweet dog movie. Uh, I'm not sure if it's going to be for me, but I know my mom wants to see it. So if you're into dog movies, go check it out. Uh, the other big release this week that I'm really excited about uh, as a video game fan is Uncharted coming to the big yeah. screen. Telling the story of a young upstart treasure hunter, Nathan Drake's first team up with Victor Sullivan, Zombieland director Ruben Fleischer is bringing the video game series to life. With Tom Holland as a very young Nathan Drake this is my boy! and Mark Wahlberg taking on the role of Sully, I'm really excited to see how this movie turns out and the reported franchise that's planned for the years to come. All I can say is please... Please be a good video game adaptation. Yeah, come Please. on, video game movies. Well, here's the thing. Do better. <laughs> Please. You're, you're asking for a video game adaptation of a movie adaptation of a video game, right? No. Aren't, aren't Uncharted, isn't, aren't these video games? Yeah. Uncharted's a video game. It's a movie adaptation of a video game. And you said, please let there be a good video game adaptation? Yeah. Yeah. An adaptation a... of a video game. Movie, yeah. A good movie I know what the adaptation means. of a video game. Is what I meant. Okay. Um, what? Exactly, right? <laughs> I hope that this movie is good. Because there's a lot of video games that get turned into movies that have not been good. They've been getting better. Yes. They've been definitely. getting better. We'll definitely. say. I see what you're saying now. Yes. Yeah, you understand now. Cool. Next. Uh, next up in the horror department from Oscar nominee Sean Ellis comes The Cursed. Ooh. A story of a 19th century French village and the monster that haunts it. Looks dark, it looks really well acted, and it is giving me the witch vibes, the A24 movie from a couple years back. Oh, the witch. The, the witch. Uh, I'm the always bitch. a horror fan. Mm -hmm. This one looks good. I'm going to check it out. Uh, I showed this to you this afternoon, and it looked... Yeah, spooky. Spooky, spooky scary. Spooky, spooky. Uh, on the complete opposite side of the spectrum from Chinese writer-director Jing Wenzhong comes Too Cool to Kill, which is an action comedy that appears, I'm not 100% sure, but appears to be about a comedic actor who gets convinced to play a killer in a movie only to have it turn out that the movie is just real life. Oh, that he's just being mm -hmm. a killer. And so he's getting in these situations with like the mafia where right. he's like, I'm the killer and he's being crazy. But like they all are getting shot by him and the real guns that he's using. So interesting. Really? Yeah. yeah That's got to Hey, make a quick note. It I'm looks funny. It looks like nothing I've ever seen, so I'm definitely down to check it out. Uh, moving right along, this week in movies that are going to make me cry comes The Last Bus, 
starring Timothy Spall, Wormtail for all our Harry Potter fans. The last bus tells the story of an elderly man in the UK crossing the country on local buses in memory of his wife who's passed away. Mm. Looks beautiful and sweet and super emotional. I will be shedding tears when I watch, much like I did during Belfast. So uh, I think check it out. Uh, from real and grounded to whimsical and fantastic. I'm actually really happy that we're talking about this one. Uh, the next movie, Strawberry Mansion, tells the story of a futuristic society where dreams uh, get taxed. You get, like, taxed for dreaming. Oh, uh, that sucks. And so a dream auditor shows up to this whimsical woman's house what? and has to audit her dreams. I hate that. Uh, that directed, sounds super interesting, though. Yeah. Directed by Kentucker Adley, who plays the lead, and Albert Burney. Uh, yeah. Featuring uh, podcast faves Reed Bernie, Constant Shulman. This is my boy! Uh, and the for real boy, collective member Ephraim Bernie. This is my boy! Uh, this looks like a super exciting, trippy wonderland of a movie. Uh, family affair, Albert Bernie is uh, Ephraim's cousin. So we're super excited to see a, a Bernie family movie. Yeah, I'm definitely awesome. going to be checking this one out. Ephraim texted us and told us that it was really fun and really good. So we have to take a look. Very cool. We will definitely be uh, be chatting about this soon. Yeah. Maybe bring Ephraim on. Have I'd him love talk to. a little bit about Ooh, it. That'd be great. He's in the movie. Yeah. The last one for the week from Australian director Tyson Wade Johnson comes Streamline, a dark story of a 15-year-old swimming prodigy whose life Ooh. begins to unravel when his father, played by Jason Isaacs, returns from prison. Great yeah, actor. good little Lucius Malfoy. Yeah. Uh, but he doesn't look like... I showed you the trailer. Yeah. yeah, he looks like he's playing like timid and like... I feel awful for the damage that I've done, and so I'm just going to let society destroy me. Like, it looks like a very interesting performance. Uh, it seems like a gritty investigation of the impact that parents have on their children. Uh, the acting looks really well done. I definitely want to check it out. Those are the movies that I'm intrigued by that are coming out this week. Because I am. You are out of time. Thanks, Jim. Uh, for this week. Uh, so check out all of those movies and more in the description and comments below. We are not on Facebook, Twitter, or Google+. Plus. Well, we are on Facebook and Twitter, but the, the, the movies aren't. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, this is, this is why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, check all of those out. Let us know if you're going to the cinema. If you see a movie that we recommend, tag us. Let us know. We would love to know that we're supporting local cinemas. From movies that are coming out to things that we have seen... <laughs> Uh, what is the content that we are consuming? Jacob, Well, kick us off. Let me think. I'm still watching Ozark, season four, so good. I'm still watching Servant, season three, so, so good. good. I should keep watching The Book of Boba. I took a break, but now that the whole thing's out, I can just... I've heard it's been getting better with each episode. See, I just I heard yeah. that the end is just the Mandalorian season two part two. Fuck oh. it, who cares? Yeah, so, and so, so that's I'm what we all wanted anyway, have right? To watch it. Where's what are you looking for? That's what we've been. That's what we've been waiting for. <laughs> I've been waiting for the Mandal more Mando. Yeah. So I'll watch it. You know. I, yeah. Let I, us know. Let us know how it goes. Well, oh, I liked the uh, oh, Dallas Howard, Bryce Dallas Howard episode she's so good. of this season. So. Oh my gosh, she's so good. You gotta check it out. Yeah. She's good at directing. She, she is. And she's good at acting. Yeah, well, she's not acting in this, but... She's directing. Yeah. But she is directing. <laughs> um, uh, what else have I been watching? The Olympics? I'm watching the Olympics. For Sean White! Sure. What about him? He's Did doing his thing. Tricks. 
still competing. Good 20 years older than some athletes he's competing against. Good for him. Good for him. And if I think of anything else, I'll let you know. But as of right now, that's all I can think of. Great. Uh, Power of the Dog, of course. Um, finishing Station Eleven. Great show. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I've really watched. It's been a bit of a slow week. Euphoria. Oh boy. I'm really Euphoria. into Euphoria now. Yep. Season one. We've both season been one. watching yes. season one. We're on we got, episode four. Of we just one. finished episode four. Yes. Yeah. Um, very great show. Um, I'm very excited show. to get to season two. That show stresses that's me. That's a stressful show. Fuck out. See, that's like a different thing. That's like a different stressful from Succession. Like, I can, like, have Succession and my morning coffee. I can't have Euphoria. No, 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 no. Succession no, no, no. makes me feel like I need to take a shower. Euphoria makes me feel like I need to, like, curl up in my blanket. I need, like, my support like, group after yeah. Euphoria. See, Euphoria is such a complicated show because one, like, You'll watch one scene with a boner, and then the next scene, it's soft as soft as it ever was. You know, because it just the show just it doesn't discriminate. No, and I appreciate that. Right, right. But like, it does things to not just my mind, but my body. I yeah. This show, it's confusing my body. That sounds a little I sus. Feel, I feel, it, 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 it's, it's like, it's, it's like, such, you watch it, you watch the show and you're like, am I a freaking teenager? Because my hormones are all over the place. <laughs> I think it does a really great job of actually, like, I, I remember reading on Twitter specifically before I saw the show that just like, it's so unrealistic. It's like but, over the top. Nothing, and like people making fun of it. Like if on. I went to Euphoria High, I'd dress like this. And like I get the jokes. It's funny. Ha, you ha, obviously ha. didn't go to a performing arts school in New York City. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because there's a lot of, there's a lot of, there is a lot of Euphoria that I'm like, this is Too my real. high yeah. school experience. I think maybe that's why I don't want to have it with my, uh, my morning coffee because I'm like, too real. I'll just keep going. Not what we've been waiting for. No. Um, but it's the kind of TV show that I'd want to make, so I'm definitely into it. Uh, yeah. Oh, that cinematography is just fucking... Oh, and then... Nothing else like it. Um, Tetris Effect, which is a new <laughs> got Tetris em. game that I got into. It's very fun. Who's that? Who's at the door? So, the mailman. Um, what? Tetris Effect. Yeah, this new game that you've gotten me into. <laughs> Rhythm Game Tetris. It's... At first, I didn't think I was going to like it. Jeremy was like, I'm playing this new Tetris game. It's really fun. And I was like... Sure. Right. Okay, Tetris. Tetris. Right, I've been playing Sudoku. It's right. a blast. But then you load up Tetris and you realize that you are, are a music... Uh, it's a rhythm game. It's a rhythm game that I didn't realize was a rhythm game and so I'm playing it and it's like... Boop, boop, boop. It's super reactive to like everything that you do. You're like a music producer when you play Tetris today. It's, it's really great. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a great game. Very fun. Um, check it out. That's, uh, and then I played a little UFC 4. That was a fun little, I played that for a bit and then I got really bored, so I'm not playing it anymore. But, uh, it's a PlayStation Plus game, so check it out. My turn. Uh, Power of the Dog, of course. Euphoria Season 1. Uh, RuPaul's Drag Race Season 14. Nicky Um, Rick and Morty Season 5 is absolutely hilarious, and I'm having a great time with that. Uh, saw the first episode of season 25 of South Park. Season 25. They are still doing their thing. You can't cancel South Park, my my fellow millennials. You just can't. It's never going to happen. Their satire is, it's too there. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Sorry. Still doing some crazy shit on there, but it's funny. Yeah. Um, 
What else? Still playing Pokemon Legends. Yeah. Um, Tetris Effect. Woo. Um, and today I listened to a new EP by Kim Petrus called Slut Pop. Cool. Oh, that sounds fun. Because Kim Petrus in 2019 was like catchy as fuck. Well, sure. this is yeah. You've heard on TikTok, you know, treating the like slut. Yeah, oh, I oh, oh what's that? that uh, this throat lady gaga. Nope. Not on oh, that side God. of TikTok. All right. Uh, I like all my clothes designer. Okay. Well, that's your uh, side of TikTok? No, that's my side of Kim Petras. Uh, ah. While the lyrics um are very sexually confident and may not be for everyone's ears, the uh the dancey punchy production is mm, makes me want to be a slut. Okay. That's what I've been consuming. Great. <laughs> I think that's it for the podcast. Yeah. We're going to go see a movie. Yeah. We don't know which one yet. No. We'll but we're going to see one of those SAG Oscar movies. Yeah. Because we want to we want to we want to catch up on everything. And yeah. use our A-list. And use our A-list. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. Hey AMC. Oh, yes. Hey AMC. We all have A-list. We we love it. Give it up. Give it up. We talk about movies literally every week. It's the whole point of the podcast. Imagine if this was an AMC podcast. That'd be wild. Wouldn't that be so fun? Yeah, but for now... They can't spare Oh, wait. Money. Actually, there's one thing that we still need to talk about before we sign off. Uh, first, uh, not the thing we need to talk about. This podcast is sponsored by Anchor. Thank you so much, Anchor. Thanks, Anchor. Uh, but the one thing that we need to talk about, uh, we got a comment on our oh, last episode. We got we did. a comment. Uh, spoiler alert! Do we have a blap blap? Spoiler alert. Uh, this comment comes courtesy of our Spider-Man No Way Home spoiler cast. If you haven't seen Spider-Man No Way Home, maybe skip this section of the podcast. There will be a timestamp for when you can skip too. If you haven't seen Spider-Man No Way Home, maybe you should just do it. Anyway. This comment comes to us from friend of the show, Justin Chapman. And he says... As long as... One especially interesting idea brought up here is mine regarding the incomplete nature of the film, which is very MCU. It caught me a little off guard just how conditioned I am to it. I did, of course, day coming out of the movie, think it's the most excited I've been for a new Spidey movie following having just watched one in a while. But yeah, very much not how a standalone film ends. Usually a resolution would explore how he makes do with this new life, a little bit. Takes the, how, how does someone worthy of being called a hero make do in their new world? Yeah. There's always more franchise to be had. That said, of course, the movie is lovely. The weight of Peter's decision is immensely satisfying for anyone who's wanted to see Peter pushed to the extreme. His swinging at the end at least gives a level of resolve with the point is a hero finds hope, but definitely looking forward to a Spidey 4, assuming we get more Tom Holland focus after this, with Peter detailing the emotional ramifications of giving up a personal life, uh, or perhaps a movie involving Miles Morales encountering Peter in this state. Very good comment. Very yeah. good comment. I agree. Um, I think that the swinging at the end does give us a bit mm -hmm. of hope, and it's a little bit of a closing of the chapter, and yeah. the opening of a new chapter with yeah. like a new suit, Yeah, new and look. it's a new suit based on his other Spider-Man that he has now met. It's not like a suit that's fabricated for him or one that he designs, but it's one that he actually gets inspiration from another Spider-Man. how they appear, yeah. You know? Yeah, so... I think that in itself is a good one. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of good points in this comment. I would say I feel like uh, exploring how he makes do with this new life sounds like the plot for another movie, sure. not continuing this story. Yeah. Um, but I can understand how someone might be, you know, 
I, a little I, dissatisfied. I hope that it's the background story for him in Miles Morales' trilogy. Yeah, that'd be really cool. It's like we get a little later, he still hasn't quite figured it out. He's working on it, That's but right. he meets up with Miles. Yeah, not as much of a time jump between Andrew's last movie and this one. Mm. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. Enough of time away from Holland to be like, ah, there he is. He's back! Yeah. Yeah, I think Multiverse of Madness, we're gonna get, we're gonna get some time. We'll get some time. Speaking of time. You are out of time. For this episode of the podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much for watching. Make sure you like and comment so we can reply to you. Subscribe. To this new channel? Yes, Woo! please do. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast yeah. channel. Yeah. If you liked this episode, share it with a friend of yours. Yeah, there was there was a lovely little graphic that I think you shared it with me. It was like, best way to support artists. Like, comment, share, bookmark. How does bookmark... Yeah. It just ups your uh, interaction. It yeah. just... It shows yeah. Instagram it, that for your analytics are interacting be like, with your content. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it just pushes it higher in the algorithm. Yeah. If you want to help out in our algorithm... Uh, Interact with our content. Apparently social media is now math. Uh, let us know. <laughs> Hit us with likes and comments and subscriptions. and Leave comments in this video and we might talk about yours on our next episode. Episode 51. Yes, sir. Now we just got to get to episode 100. That'll be our next celebration. Nice little double tap. I like Triple. that. Triple? Triple? Wow. We got a cheer, we got an explosion, and we got that's, that's what we've been waiting, waiting for. for. Which is honestly the vibe. It wasn't a mistake. Right. Hell yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you all so much for watching. Yes. That's it. Names? I'm Jeremy Van Suarez. I'm Larkin Riley Bruner. And I'm Jacob Wade. And, uh... It's been Hot Boy Cast 50. Yeah. Woo! Thanks for, thanks for, for Dogcast 50. Uh, <laughs> Remember when we were going to be the Wolf Pack? We were going to, like, we had, like, another name. Oh, uh, wasn't like, it, like, barbecue something? No, it was, like, the, like... <laughs> the, the, the Wolf Hut or something. It was something really, like, not us. And they were like, but maybe the Packcast. Mm. Play on words, you know? I like it. Bye. What are you still doing here? Go it's home. over. Go home. Because we need that. <laughs>